0: Hello, and welcome to episode 21 of the Fit Together podcast. You'll have to excuse my voice a little bit. It's kind of raspy, and we'll explain later why that is. Anyway, my name is Stu.
1: Oh, shit! Oh my wow. Hi, I'm Raquel, and we're your host of the Fit Together podcast.
0: If you're wondering what the hell just happened...
1: <laughs> that was my cat, Nala. We were in the middle of recording episode 21, and she just had, like, a total, like... Freak out. Yeah!
0: There was another cat outside of Raquel's door.
1: And she just totally went crazy ninja. Crazy. Arms flying, head going into the glass. She really messed up some of my precious plants. She broke some of my aloe leaves and... Really, like, just cut one of my succulents at, like, the very bottom of it. Like, I don't know if it's going to make it. Yeah, so
0: she went crazy, basically.
1: Yeah, so that's just what happened. That's what you heard. So if you rewind and and listen, literally, she interrupted Stu in the middle of his sentence, just going at the glass at this cat that was outside. Woo! All right. Well, let's just get into it. Today, we're going to be talking about communication.
0: We are. We're going to give our listeners some tips on effective communication.
1: This is something that we've gotten so much better at, so I'm excited.
0: We have gotten much better at communicating, and hopefully we can give our listeners some tips to help them with their communication skills as well.
1: This is going to be good. I'm excited.
0: Me too. But first, do you want to get into some listener shoutouts?
1: Yeah, we could do that. I love listener appreciation.
0: Okay. Shout out to everyone out there watching The Last Dance. Raquel and I finished watching it, and it was really, really good. I remember watching the Bulls as a kid. I loved them. I loved Michael Jordan, but I didn't know all this stuff going on with the team.
1: Shout out to all the men who get their women flowers. I used to not appreciate flowers, but nowadays, yes, please, bring them over, and I thank you.
0: That is a surprise. Because when we first started dating, I remember the first time I got you flowers, you were like, no way, he didn't get me flowers. And it was like a huge deal. And now, yeah, you actually enjoy them. I do
1: like them now.
0: All right. Anyway, shout out to everyone who has been keeping a routine during quarantine. We talked in a previous podcast, that was episode 18, about how important it is to find a rhythm.
1: It is quite important. Shout out to the people who are going to be spending time with family for July 4th. Stu and I have family coming over to his place. We're going to be cooking out. I have family coming from far. um, Canton, Ohio, which is almost four hours from Cincinnati. And then my mom, sister, and her friends are coming from uh, New Jersey. And then my dad is coming from California.
0: So people coming from... All over the country. Yes. And my family My family's in Cincinnati, but <laughs> yes, they are coming as well.
1: So we're going to have a good time, see our family and friends, and they're going to meet for the first time.
0: That's right. Yeah. Our families haven't met. So yeah. That'll be interesting.
1: Yeah. I feel like your sister Steph has met my mom and sister and dad only via like Very Zoom. brief. Yes. Not like a long time, but I feel like Roxanne and Steph have a connection without even, you know, knowing each other. They have some similarities. So yeah. It's kind of cool.
0: It'll be, yeah, it'll be cool to have everybody come together. Yep. Okay, shout out to everyone who are supporting local shops and restaurants that have opened back up. Raquel and I have talked about how we're going to be intentional and support our local shops and restaurants.
1: Shout out to people who are going to support black businesses or are supporting black businesses.
0: Shout out to people who are handy around the house. Yesterday, I helped my sister Stephanie with some stuff around her house, and got things up and going, and it was nice to help her out and see how excited she was. Also, her friend Evelyn. Her friend Evelyn helped out, too, so shout out to Evelyn.
1: I have another shout out. Uh, shout out to people who support Asian businesses.
0: Cool, that's a good one. You supported Asian business and got some food the other night.
1: Yeah, I got a lot of food. I had, um, had meals <laughs> for like three days, which yeah. is just quite nice.
0: Shout out to my sister, Laura. She told us that she listens to the podcast, and I wasn't aware of that. So shout out to Laura.
1: Yeah, and in the check-in, I do have something to say about that. So that, that was cool. Is that it? I think so. Okay.
0: All right. Thank you, listeners. We appreciate your engagement.
1: Yes. You are the reason we share our experiences, and we continuously look for ways to build connection.
0: Exactly. That's why, if you want to contact us, please reach out to us on our Instagram, At the Fit Together Podcast.
1: Also, remember to follow us on our Instagram at the Fit Together Podcast. That's where we have all of our content that we share.
0: Okay, cool. Check-in time?
1: Yes, let's do it. So there were some things that we forgot during our last check-in. Like our last podcast was all a check-in, but we didn't mention some things. And so one thing that I didn't mention was I was supposed to go to Toronto, Canada, with some of my girls, Vanessa, Brittany, and Kaziah. And we did not end up doing that. So we still owe ourselves a a GERS trip. We call ourselves the GERS. Um, We did in college, and then I don't know if we do anymore, but I still do. You still do. (laughs) Um, And then you have like, I felt like there was something with your Zoom classes that it was kind of like unexpected or something.
0: Oh, yeah. A couple of times that I met with kids via Zoom. They were just, like, really quiet, and they kind of just sat there and didn't really say anything. It was really weird. There, like, there'd like there be, like, one or two kids that would talk a lot, and then the other kids would just sit there and, like, literally not say anything. So, yeah, that was that was definitely interesting and unexpected.
1: Yeah, I know you were, like, you thought they'd be, like, talking more, excited to see you. And they were kind of excited, but they didn't know how to express it. It was kind I was like, that's so Yeah, funny. like,
0: you could hear them say, like, oh, it's Mr. Dapper. Mr. Dapper's there. But... They <laughs> like, wouldn't talk to you. The, the extent of it, yeah. <laughs>
1: That's so funny. And then um, one of the weekends, I remember. We I think it was a up, Sunday. Okay, so one of the weekends during like the more strict quarantine, we ended up <laughs> going to three Myers and two Targets in one day just to get what?
0: Weights and puzzles. <laughs> so pretty much everywhere was sold out of weights and puzzles. And it was kind of raining that day, remember? So oh, yeah, like, it was. So it's like there wasn't a lot going on. I think we we're just sick of being inside, so we were like let's just drive around to Meijer and Target and see if we can find any weights or puzzles. And I think out of the five that we went to, didn't we find? I think we found one puzzle. Wasn't that where we one found that puzzle, Charlie Brown yeah. puzzle?
1: And no weights.
0: No weights. No. Well, yeah, weights were like trying to find gold.
1: And then another thing that we didn't say in our last uh, check-in was that we hosted a virtual Taco Tuesday on
0: Cinco de Mayo.
1: Yeah. And that was fun. We had friends from all over the place, so California, Ohio, New Jersey, well, New Jersey, Connecticut, on Zoom.
0: Yeah, that was a good time. I forgot about
1: that. Yeah, that was nice.
0: One of the other things was we used a rice cooker for the first time. And I remember Raquel giving me a hard time about it because I was excited. At first, I was like, what's the big deal? But now, it's really cool because you literally just put the rice in, you put the water in, hit cook and then you can go do whatever.
1: Yeah, it's funny. Someone that admires Stu ended up getting us a rice cooker. And at first he was kind of like, what is the whole hype about this? What's the big deal? And then I feel like in certain situations he really realized the benefit of it and how low maintenance it
0: is. Definitely, yeah. Because I mean, rice, I make a big batch of rice. So I put all the rice and you know, before I'd have to let it boil. And then when it was done boiling, I would turn it down to simmer. And then set the timer, and when timer was done, I'd take it off. So I had to be you know, in the kitchen, making sure the rice was doing what it was supposed to be doing. Now it's like, just turn on the rice cooker and let it cook, and when it's done, it's done.
1: Yeah, it's nice. All right, so now to this week. So we, we dropped a podcast last week after our hiatus. And how has this week been?
0: This week has been good. I've been having some awesome workouts. I mean, it is only Tuesday. <laughs> So, <laughs> this, this week's been going great. It's Tuesday. Uh, it
1: doesn't feel like Tuesday. It feels like it's further in the
0: week. Okay. Well, yeah, it is It is Tuesday night. So, for everybody <laughs> listening, the past two days have been great. <laughs> but, I mean, we could also talk about over the weekend. Yeah,
1: I know. Over, over the, the weekend, weekend, we had... I meant, like, since the last since podcast. Since the last podcast. That's what I was saying. I see. Yeah.
0: Okay. That makes more sense. But yeah, so over the weekend, we did a lot. We had a date night. But then also, it was like a double date night, but virtually.
1: Yeah. One of your
0: friends from BioDesign. Yes. In California. Yes. We had a little double date night virtual thing Friday night.
1: Yeah. It was kind of a celebration for him. That's right. Celebrating a new job. And yeah, we I cooked a whole bunch of dinner. Raquel cooked all <laughs> kinds of stuff. I made steak. Chicken. Chicken, Two types of chicken. Two types of chicken. So I used my air fryer to do fried chicken and then I also did an oven baked chicken and
0: Mashed potatoes. Yeah. The green beans were really good.
1: And I made brownies. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. And we joked and said it's not a date night without brownies because (laughs) Raquel knows I love brownies and if I am going to eat like outside of what I usually eat I love to have a brownie. So she's always really nice and makes a batch of brownies.
1: Did we already talk about the other date night? The Veracruz Mexican restaurant?
0: No, I no, don't think didn't. so.
1: Okay, yeah, that was another date night that we did.
0: That it was, was. quite nice. Yeah, Veracruz.
1: Sat outside.
0: The patio was really nice. It Food was a nice, was It was a nice night. I love Mexican. Raquel's not the biggest fan of Mexican, but she had tried that place a little bit earlier and knew she liked it, so then she was like, Stu, we should go because she knows how much I like Mexican.
1: Yeah, I, I I like Mexican, it's just not as much as you do, but that place, yes, yes.
0: It was quite good.
1: So good. So yeah, my my week has been um pretty good. Uh lots of meetings.
0: As per usual working
1: from home. This week usability studies remotely, which it's a cool new capability that we're realizing as a company, which I can appreciate. Um, what about any reflections from our last podcast. I know, me personally, I've I've had re- lots of reflections from the last podcast. Um, one of my close friends gave me some lengthy feedback on the last podcast that I'm still deciphering and, and trying to to understand and learn more, so that I can just be a better me.
0: And that feedback was about. Like towards the end of what you were talking about with the racism stuff,
1: yeah, yeah, she had some um you know critiques to some of the things that I said she had some you know words of encouragement too, but a lot of a lot of um very she's she's very knowledgeable in like racism and like as far as Gentrification, colonization, all the terms and stuff that I acknowledge that I don't necessarily know about, but I'm you know constantly learning and digging deeper and if you check out my Instagram, I'm definitely sharing things that I'm learning um She had some critiques on that she had she you know she wanted to hear more about my story and where I was coming from, but I would say she had a lot of disagreement in some of the things that I said. And the ways that I said some of the things, so so for me, you know, it was good to hear. It's good to uh, grow. Uh, so I'm constantly just kind of taking in, you know, the feedback that I receive to to grow. Um, for example, I'll give you a simple example. So how I described enslaved people, I think the tone of how I speak, because you know, up pace, kind of upbeat talking, did not resonate at all. And this is something that obviously I can grow in sensitivity to. I did not want to portray enslaved people and slavery in general in a in a way that oh like people are just helping people out. Like fuck that. Like it's not it was not that by any means. Um and so these are things that I have to be more mindful about and in, in describing and, and you know, I have to like listen to myself, which is horrible to listen over and over. But but these are just things that I, I wanted to share this because I'm saying that I'm growing, I'm learning. The other day I had a realization that if I share what I know in the moment and what I know is incorrect, I'm sharing lies. And so I have to constantly build into myself so that I'm not doing that, but also leaving room for me to you know, change my mind and grow. So we accept feedback here at the Fit Together Podcast. And so it's greatly appreciated and I am constantly growing and learning.
0: Thanks for sharing all of that. That I mean that you were definitely vulnerable in saying all that. So, thanks for sharing that.
1: Yeah, and then, you know, one of the things that I said during the last podcast, which I didn't explain was that I didn't when you were when we were in Anderson and um you wanted to say the chant, I didn't want you to chant. I said that in the last yeah, podcast.
0: Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And like you didn't ask me why and I didn't explain why. I think at a certain point I'm just, like, tired, and so it's, like, I think it, for some reason it was just, like, when you were saying the chant, I think I was, like, tired in that moment, whatever that means, maybe I'm wrong, um, and that's why I think I said that, um, and so I also wanted to say that this weekend when we went to protest, I was really proud of you um, with leading the chants, Stu got chance started with an even bigger crowd, y'all, And I was really, really proud of you. Um, I, I do not, I did not, when I said it, I, I was thinking of the feeling that I was feeling and it wasn't necessarily saying that, Oh, I wasn't like proud of the fact that you're doing that. Like, I am really proud that you, that you wanted to do that. Um, I posted on our podcast, do, um, leading a chant, um, on the fit together podcast. It's on the story right now. I'll have to like, maybe I'll, I'll tag that post. So it's like one of our main stories. Um, But yeah, no, I am certainly proud of you for for doing that. And I'm thankful that, you know, you have a desire to, to grow in that way. I did not want to diminish that at all.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. And yeah, it is something that I am passionate about. It is something that I do want the momentum to keep going. I do want people to think outside of their comfort zone and outside of what they're accustomed to. And I want to be a voice of change and it is really something I am trying to do. So thanks for that. Also, one of the things we did this weekend, we went to visit my sister, who I shouted out a little bit earlier, Laura. Laura's husband's name is Mike. When we were there, we had a really in-depth talk around race and just kind of what's been going on lately and everything that Raquel has been going through and feeling. And it was a really good talk. And I think we all came away learning a lot about each other and just bringing light to some things that maybe they didn't know about. And hopefully, you know, we kind of started a dialogue where everybody feels more comfortable talking about such a deep issue
1: yeah and it's kind of crazy because we didn't know laura listened to the podcast we didn't and, <laughs> and that's how it came up yeah she brought up the podcast and yeah. then, and then Stu kinda i kind of was like
0: yeah so what'd you think about you know like what raquel was saying towards the end of that check-in episode
1: yeah so that was pretty sweet i was really thankful to laura and mike for listening and for evelyn listening um steph's friend and for talking and sharing their viewpoints and it was yeah it was nice and i i hope that it opens up the avenues of communication so that it's not a forbidden topic or what do i do or how does it so, you know we're here for each other we're growing we're learning and we're going to be the change that we want to see in the world essentially well said Exactly. Someone else said that before me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, with the chanting, we didn't say why you lost your voice, but maybe people figured it out.
0: Oh, yeah. So the reason my voice is raspy and kind of hoarse is because I was leading the chant. I was trying to get the chants going during the protest and the march on Sunday. So that is why my voice sounds the way it does.
1: (laughs) All right. Anything else?
0: Not that I can think of. Okay. All right. So moving on, I've had a lot of fun hanging out with you, Raquel. Why? Thank you. Looking on the bright side of quarantine, it's been nice spending so much time together.
1: Yeah, during quarantine, we were spending a lot of time together. We were even going to the gyms together. Now I don't have my gym buddy.
0: (laughs) Well, we weren't going to the gym together. We were. We were going to your gym. We were doing our basement. (laughs) Gym workouts. <laughs>
1: That's true. But yeah, Hardcore. I mean, we
0: were even spending time together while working out because yep. usually I'm at my gym you're at your gym. Yeah. That's kind of what led to this podcast. We were spending a lot of time together during quarantine, and in doing so, we had to communicate a lot. We've gotten a lot better at communicating, so we thought it would be a good time to do a podcast on communication.
1: That's right. We definitely have gotten better at communicating. Okay, let's get into today's topic. Stu actually found the references for today's topic and put this episode together before our hiatus.
0: I did, and now we're going to get to it.
1: We'll be talking about communication, but not just any communication. Effective communication.
0: Precisely. There's a difference. We'll be looking at an article titled, Keys to Effective Communication in Marriage, on firstthings.org. We're obviously not married, but this article has some really good points on ways to effectively communicate in a relationship. And if you're not in a relationship, you can apply these tips to friendships or save this podcast for when you do start a relationship and you'll have the keys to communicate effectively.
1: Bingo. Okay. First, a little statistic I found interesting Happy and healthy couples demonstrate a ratio of five to one positive to negative behaviors in their relationship.
0: That is a cool statistic. Five to one, huh?
1: Yeah, that's what it says. It goes on to say, this means there are five times as many positive interactions between happy couples. For example, listening, validating the other person, using soft words, expressing appreciation, affirmation, physical affection, and compliments, as there are negative, so raising one's voice, stating a complaint, or expressing one's anger.
0: Cool, that makes sense. I think we should try to think about the amount of positive to negative behaviors we do.
1: I knew you would say that. you're all about keeping notes on stuff
0: i am i yeah definitely i keep notes on everything you really thought i would say that though huh (laughs) yeah okay all right the first key to effective communication be intentional about spending time together talking the average couple spends only 20 minutes a week talking with each other turn off the technology and make it a point to spend 20 to 30 minutes a day catching up with each other. I really like the part about turn off technology.
1: Again, I need like that part about turn off technology.
0: Yeah, I I knew you would say that. That's not a surprise at all. Okay, so make it a point to spend at least 20 minutes every day talking with your partner and not just saying how was your day.
1: Cool. Okay, next tip. Use more I statements and lest you statements. This decreases the chance of your spouse feeling like they need to defend themselves. For example, I wish you would acknowledge me more often, how much work I do at home and take care of you and the children. I think this is a good one because I think people have the tendency to blame their significant others for things and this tip gets you focused on yourself and ways to improve.
0: Yeah, I agree. So instead, someone could say, I do a lot of work around the house, but I feel like it gets unnoticed.
1: Yep, it can be simple. Okay, next tip. Be specific. When issues arise, be specific. Broad generalizations, like, you do it all the time, are not helpful. We've actually talked about this once, too.
0: Yes, we have. I'll admit, I do this at times. Let's use that housework comment from the I statement tip. Instead of saying, you never notice when I help, that could become, I did some chores around the house on Saturday, and I didn't get a thank you.
1: That's pretty good. You should use that one.
0: Yeah, I'll (laughs) I'll take my own advice. (laughs) Okay, moving on. Avoid mind reading. It is very frustrating when someone else acts like they know better than you what you were really thinking. I actually have an example of this one, raquel,
1: okay. and it's
0: Adriatico's pizza.
1: Oh man, you talk <laughs> about me.
0: <laughs> I am okay, so one of our date nights, we were going to get Adriatico's pizza. Raquel wanted sausage on the pizza, but she didn't specifically say. I want sausage all right so we were driving to get the pizza and i could tell something was bothering her as we went to get the pizza and she told me she wanted sausage on the pizza and i tried to explain i was like how how was i supposed to know that like
1: you didn't really tell the story how it happened (laughs) you realize that right
0: I you feel, didn't tell
1: the story, right? <laughs> because I said, would you mind getting sausage? And then you were like, no. And then I think I said, like, "Like you were like, no, I think um, pepperoni's fine. And then I just went with it, even though I wanted sausage. I definitely brought up sausage. And okay. then you went with, like, no, it's fine. But I asked you the question. So you're putting you, me. But you, with didn't I quest- yes, yes, you
0: didn't say. Yes, You didn't say, I want sausage. But you're acting like you I said, didn't
1: even say it. That's s- what
0: I'm saying. Well, you said something about, like, oh. Would you be okay with sausage?
1: Yes. That's how I did it.
0: And then when you were the one that ordered.
1: I know, but you did you were like, no pepperoni. Okay, but that kinda anyways, goes into this anyways, tip about mind I reading. I know. It does go into the tip. And I realized that you wanted but you pepperoni. did not clearly tell the story. So okay. that's why I was trying to clearly tell the story. Because you make it sound like I just really literally mind read like didn't even mention
0: So yes, you did say okay. something about Oh, would you mind yeah, getting so, a sausage? So
1: for me, I'm thinking, come on, context clues like <laughs> like I had. And so exactly. <laughs> anyways, that's that's a good example. This is something I've been trying to work on, letting you know what I'm thinking and being more straight, you know, forward instead of just thinking that you should know based off of a question or inquiry that I make.
0: I appreciate that.
1: <laughs> okay. Next. Express negative feelings constructively. There will be times when you feel bitterness, resentment, disappointment, or disapproval. These feelings need to be communicated in order to change the occurrence. But how do you express these things is critical. I'm really disappointed that you're working late at night again tonight. It's very different from you clearly don't care about me or the kids. If you did, you would not work late every night. It's like the saying, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. You can voice your frustrations, but make sure you're doing it constructively and not just belittling the other person.
0: Well said. I think this is one we've definitely gotten better with. I agree. Cool. I'm glad you agree. Next key to effective communication. Listen without being defensive. For a marriage to succeed... Both spouses must be able to hear each other's complaints without getting defensive. This is much harder than learning how to express negative feelings effectively. I personally think this is a tough one. I think it's human nature to want to defend yourself or make yourself feel like you're right. But I think if the other person is expressing negative feelings constructively, it makes the other person less likely to become defensive. I think these two go hand in hand, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, and I actually feel like this one is super important for times like this, when we're having discussions about racism. I think that you have to try to disarm yourself a little bit, like not not immediately answer, listen, try to understand. Like, for example, with me, my, my close friend told me all the comments that she had you know it was easy to just be like oh my gosh but then it's like just trying to take them in and let them just ooze in and see which parts are true because i know i know that i have a whole bunch of flaws i know that i have gaps i know there's things i don't know and so i think this one resonates um when it comes to like friendships and so when it comes to interacting and engaging with people with different backgrounds and different thoughts um really just trying to understand, you know, what are they saying and not necessarily de- um, being defending yourself because what they say doesn't lessen um, what you have to offer or your opinion. It could actually broaden it.
0: Again, well said. I think in order to work on this one, you really have to work on yourself, like you said, and you have to be willing to admit you have flaws and understand that's Okay which you just said, so that's awesome. I think life is all about improving.
1: Yes. Okay, last tip for effective communication. Freely express positive feelings. Most people are quicker to express negative feelings than positive ones. It is vital to the health of your marriage and relationships that you affirm your spouse, your friends, your coworkers, etc. cetera. Positive feelings such as appreciation, affection, respect, admiration, approval, and warmth expressed to your spouse or whoever are like making deposits into your love account or your relationship account. You should have five positive deposits for every one negative. If your compliments exceed your complaints, the person that you're talking to will pay more attention to your grievances. If your complaints exceed your compliments, your criticism will fall on deaf ears. So it comes full circle. Remember the first interesting statistic I shared?
0: I do. Yes, I do. (laughs) It was about how happy and healthy couples demonstrate a ratio of five to one positive to negative behaviors in their relationship.
1: Yes, that's it. This is- I also
0: think, though, hold on, move, so talking about that a little bit more. My bad. Think about, think about work. I think people that are always complaining, like, so if there's a meeting yep. and the person always complains, you can kind of, like, just sense the whole staff or the whole team just kind of be like, oh, gosh, here they go again.
1: Preach. Because you can feel the whole aura. Yeah. It just just changes. Whereas if
0: somebody that doesn't really complain a lot, if they speak up, people kind of lean in like, wait, wait. they're saying something. Well, they like,
1: take heed. Let me listen up. What are they saying? They usually have good things to say. So they're not just complaining.
0: Exactly. So that was just kind of a strategy. Not a strategy, but just an example.
1: Yeah, and that's a good example for a work setting. You know, if you're always just providing and that's all people hear is it's like the Snoopy. uh, (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, no, that's it. That's a good point. So this last tip is really powerful. In my opinion, Stu mentioned a little earlier how human nature is to defend yourself. If you feel like you're being criticized, this tip explains how human nature for most people is to express negative feelings. If you're always expressing negative feelings or self-doubt, you're always going to wear your significant other down. Remember, five positives for every one negative. Maybe start keeping track, like Stu said. You might be surprised.
0: That's good advice right there. (laughs) I think I'm going to try and start doing that. I know you are. Maybe I'll have another notebook in addition to my workout notebook and be like, okay, that was a positive little tally.
1: Yeah uh, maybe we should both do that. All yeah. right, all right, let's let's wrap up. That's all we had for this episode, right?:
0: Yes. Okay, so let's recap for our listeners for this episode. There are seven keys to communicate effectively.
1: That's right. The first three are one: be intentional about spending time together talking. Aim for 20 to 30 minutes a day catching up with each other. Two. Use more I statements and less you statements. This decreases the chances of your significant other feeling like they need to defend themselves. Three, be specific. Avoid broad generalizations like, you do it all the time. Stay away
0: from that. Okay, the next four. Number four, avoid mind reading. Remember the Adriatico's story. Hush. Number five. (laughs) Express negative feelings constructively. How you express these feelings is critical. Number six, listen without being defensive. Both people must be able to hear each other's complaints without getting defensive. Number seven, freely express positive feelings. Remember the five to one ratio.
1: Listeners, we hope that you learned some helpful tips to help you communicate, whether it be with your friends or your significant other.
0: Yes. And as always, thanks for listening. And if you want to contact us, reach out on our Instagram at the fit together podcast until next time. And remember fit together. Bye.